Hello, I'm Joe Moynihan, I'm the Chief Executive Officer at Jersey Finance, and I'm here in London at the brewery at the Jersey Finance Annual Private Wealth Conference, this year titled People and Purpose, New Thinking for a New Era. With me is Andrew Shirley, Partner and Editor of the Wealth Report at Knight Frank. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you very much, Joe. I wonder if we could start maybe by you telling us a little bit about your role at Knight Frank. Um, well, I do, I do a number of things. Um, I'm a specialist in agricultural property, so I look at land value and that kind of thing, but people in the wealth community might know me best from a magazine that I edit for um, Knight Frank, which I've done for the past 13 or so years, called The Wealth Report, um, which looks at the attitudes of our high net worth clients towards their investments, of course, towards property, but other, other things like philanthropy, um, purpose, which is obviously what we've been talking about um, today, and things like investments of passion, the things that they love to collect, like art, wine, um, those, those sorts of things. So it's quite a varied role but it's, it's really fascinating talking to the wealth community about what their clients are, are up to and what they're doing. Fantastic. And um, can you tell me a little bit about Knight Frank's relationship with Jersey and any of the, the standout messages that the Jersey audience would be interested in hearing about that, that you're finding in relation to Jersey's position in private wealth? Um, I think there's two ways that we really interact with Jersey as an island. The first is from the sort of the real estate agency side of things. As part of the wealth report, we do something called our prime International Res Residential Index, which tracks the performance of luxury property around the world. And last year, we saw growth on average of over 5% in Jersey, which put it in the top 20% of um, global performers. So we're really interested in um, that side of Jersey. With our partners, um, Wilson's in Jersey, we've actually just launched the most expensive property um, in Jersey, the best part of £40 million. Um, so there's that sort of practical angle. But also via our private office, which is how we engage with our um, high net worth clients. Um, we have a really, really close relationship with Jersey because obviously, you know, as you mentioned, £600 million worth of um, assets is held in trusts um, in Jersey. Many of that is held by our clients. So our private office has a dedicated team that focuses on Jersey and the other Channel Islands. We work with you know, trustees, valuation firms. Um, so we have a really, really close relationship um, with the island of Jersey. And pre-COVID, I've been there quite often myself to you know, present on the Wealth Report or um, other reports that we've done. So it's a really, really close relationship. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Well, don't worry, I won't be looking to buy the 40 million property <laughs> not yet anyway um, Andrew you're here because you've just moderated a panel for us thank you so much on the subject of purpose and how purpose drivers are influencing in the private wealth area um, in your view and from your perceptions what do you believe the key drivers are in terms of the purpose issues that we discussed um, yeah I was thinking about that Joe prior, prior to our chat and it's you know there's lots and lots of drivers and obviously the one that we talk about is wealth being um, transferred to the to a, to the next generation you know and there's a lot of research done that shows that that ne ne you know that next generation um, you know y younger people are much more interested in purpose doing good they're very much aware of what's going on in the world and they want to make a difference so I think we're seeing that generational shift, but also I think people are just generally are a lot more aware of what's going on in the world. You know, we've had COVID-19, which has, you know, created this focus on wealth inequality. There's, you know, it's clear that not everyone is benefiting from these vaccines. And I think a lot of very wealthy people are starting to realize that they can make a difference and they're being led by great exemplars such as the Gates Foundation. You know, so I think it's becoming something that our clients, ultra high net worth individuals, 
you know, they see it as a part of their wider wealth strategy, whether it's involving the next generation. Um, but philanthropy is becoming something much more important to them. So we're seeing it across the wealth spectrum, I think. And as editor of the report, is there anything coming in the next edition that we, you'll be able to share with us? Oh, Jay, you want me to give away all my, my secrets? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of things that we're, we're seeing. Some of the big trends are the resilience of real estate at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. There was a certain area air of panic that um, real estate wasn't going to do very well out of it um, but actually you know we've seen the we've seen the opposite of that you know the race for space has helped residential real estates um, significantly um, even commercial investments have done very well there's been a flight to to quality so we'll be focusing on that but also you know, this whole building on the area of wellness that COVID-19 COVID has focused our minds on, perhaps looking at wealth inequality, because a lot of wealth has carried on being created during the pandemic. But also, as I mentioned, we've seen this um, area of growing wealth inequality, which I think we need, we need to talk about. And, you know, we can't not talk about digital, which is something that, again, the pandemic has exacerbated. A lot of people spending a lot more time at home looking at the internet, you know, Prior to the COVID pandemic, we were talking a lot about cryptocurrencies, but it was always slightly niche. It was something that other people did, but now we're seeing some of the big investment houses really starting to focus on that. So digital cryptocurrencies will be something that we're we'll really looking at in a bit more detail this time, I think. Thank you very much, Andrew, uh, for joining us today and for doing such an excellent job hosting a very interesting panel session. Thank you. If you're interested in seeing any of our post-event content, podcasts, photographs, please go to our website, jerseyfinance.je. Thank you.